The views and opinions expressed by any hosts or guests of WJMS Radio do not reflect the beliefs of its owners or associates. No liability, explicit or implied, shall be extended to WJMS Radio or the show hosts whose words, advice, and or opinions appear from or on our website or on air. in the stores, boy, let me tell you, to be me is a task, but I'm stuck free in this rat race, and I make it look like a blast, pray to God, I hope this pass, came a long way from my past, but my cosmetics so filled up, I gotta be nice to talk trash, pinky finger, evil laugh, scheming why they dreaming, knowing that purple cloud this evening, so every picture, they catch me cheesing, so I say swerve, cause that's my word, cause I think I'm seeing in 3D, like I don't know where I am, so I'm waiting till they see me. Please don't adjust your TV. Just check the volume and turn up. Spit so gasoline, so every track bound to get burned up. I'm in my zone. Catch me in my zone. Yeah, I'm in my zone. Yeah, you can catch me in my zone. I'm in my zone. Catch me in my zone. Yeah, I'm in my zone. Yeah, you can catch me in my zone. I'm 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 in my zone. Internet, Philly, Jersey, Delaware, New York, London, UK, shout out to Germany. Um, everybody want to get vocal. It is another Wednesday night. What is it, August 21st, 20th, something like that? I don't know what day it is. But if you're wondering where your girl is, she is tuned in, looking at, listening to me. It's your boy Tommy Two Thumbs on the We Out Here Radio Show. My favorite co-host, just Jan. What up, love? How are you? Don't give me that. Don't even give me wow. that. <laughs> I ain't trying to hear it. I'm not trying to hear none of it. You ain't trying to hear it. I ain't trying to hear it. I've been sitting in here killing time waiting for you. Killing, what? Killing time? I don't know what you're talking about. You know what? Nope. You, you, fine. You know Okay. Okay. Then let's talk about killing time. Let's talk about killing time. Killing time. Let's talk about my rent. Okay? Let's talk about my rent. Pick up my rent. Killing time. How about that? How about that? So, okay. So people who know me know I currently don't have a car. Don't have a car. Whatever. I commute a lot. Have no use for it right now. It's a bill. Whatever. That's even here or there. Anyway, I'm not. I don't have a car, so I tend to catch a lot of Lyft, a lot of Ubers, that type of thing. And the funny thing is, somebody brought this up the other day. They said, you know, people catch Lyft and Ubers all crazy, but nobody really caught cabs, and it's somewhat of the same concept. But anyway, so. Uh, yeah, I catch a lot of lifts, catch a lot of Ubers. Now, occasionally, occasionally, if I'm not in a rush, if I have some time to burn, I'll catch a shared ride. I don't mind a shared ride, especially since sometimes you can catch a shared ride, it'll be a little bit cheaper, and they don't pick whatever drop, pick whatever ride. It happens. 
But if it don't, I don't really care. It doesn't bother me too much. But this in particular night, I catch a shared ride. And first of all, I get in the car. It's already before I get in the car. Let's let, let's talk about before I get in the car. Let's talk about the fact that the ride drive she, she go to pick me up around the corner from the place that I'm at, and I'm looking at the location, and you know the little dot of where I am in the location. I guess you can kind of argue that it might have been somewhere in the middle to be on the house on the next block, or you know the block that I was on, maybe possibly whatever. But she wasn't even knowing that next house block block behind me and a couple doors down. So okay, so I just kindly moved a little location thing and messaged him was like, you know, I'm around the corner, blah blah blah. Even though my address was in the thing of where I was at, but that's even in there. And the whole you want a whole another block ain't the same name of the block, but whatever. Pulls around the corner, picks me up. I get in the ride and it's already another person. In Okay, that's fine. Whatever. In my mind, you either in rock to drop that person off, or you're gonna drop me off and drop that person off. Whatever. At this time, I was not in a rush because I had a more than enough time to travel from where I was to where I needed to be. I get in the car, we riding, whatever. I get a little bing, bing, bing on my phone. I look, open the the the, the uh Navigation with the you know the, the app telling me for you know and I'm not gonna specify where it was with the Uber, but anyway, I open the app and it says, oh you know such and such picked up another ride. Okay, cool. And my again in my mind, well maybe this is in route because how this thing works is the algorithm. When you're driving, if you're near somebody that picks up a ride, it's not like it just randomly picks up people that's all over across America. Picked up another ride. We riding, drops off the first person that was in the car. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe I'm I'm next. And I look at, you know, the little at, and I wasn't next. Because where I was going and where this other person was going was maybe about a couple blocks away. And from the direction we was going, she would hit there with shit in my face. That's fine. Whatever. That's cool. Still not nervous because I'm still making good time. In the in the ride, sitting there. Looking at my phone. Next thing you know, bing. I got another. I'm picking up another ride, and I'm looking in the car, and I'm like, "Well, okay, so I'm sitting here, and there was another person here. She got in the car. So, where do you think you're supposed to be sitting? All these people, like, where? We're like, why is everybody getting in the car? Picks up another rider. Why you got to be the both anyway? Riders, all. I'm sorry. So I don't know why you would take I'm, a share ride when you know you have to be home I'm anyway. I'm just saying. I'm sorry. Nothing. Go ahead. How anyway, you, you taking all the time? I'm ranting. I'm ranting. We're so waiting. finally, <laughs> finally. After dropping off two more people, finally drops me off to where I'm going. A whole 10, 15 minutes later, an estimated time that I was supposed to be, that I was supposed to get to where I was going. Then I got you in my ear talking to me about, oh, yeah, and the show started at 9 o'clock. And I'm like, the show started at 9 o'clock? Wait a minute. We went on a, a 9 15 
time schedule for like. You told me you got a new job and we were straight for nine o'clock. Are you worried about where I'll be working at? I work here. Don't be worried about where I'll be working at. I work here. I'm very worried about where you work at because it affects what time we start this daggone show. And you told me you was good because yeah. you got a new job and you should be nine o'clock. The job had nothing to do with, with, with this. Go find this was, let me find the quote. Had to handle and stuff. Oh, you froze up. I don't even know. I can't even hear you. Drive Uber. It's all good for you to pick up rides. Don't get greedy. People got to go where they need to go. Just because they get the share don't mean they just can chill and fall back and be almost a half hour late to where they go. Just saying. I'm looking for your quote. Are you done? I'm done. I'm done. Well, I don't have a rant for tonight. I'm going to skip it because I don't feel like it. Only thing I got to say is I bought a scooter and I'm excited about it. So there's that. I bought a scooter. An electric scooter. Why? Like, like, why not? What are you talking about? Have you seen one of these things? Yeah. They have rentable ones now. Like, you've seen them? Yeah, you know you're an adult, right? What does that mean? Right. It's not a razor scooter. Like, I'm not down there with the two wheels. Like, so you don't go outside and play. Like, <laughs> First of all, I don't think you understand the concept of what an electric scooter is. It's a commuting scooter, and it's collapsible. So what happens is... It's an electric scooter. I don't have to kick. I get on it. I hit the throttle. It goes 15 so, to 20 miles an hour. So, and it takes me from my house to the train station. And I don't want to have to wait for the bus and waste my time anymore waiting for the you're bus. You're going to be on the train with an electric scooter and your little helmet. Commuting. No helmet. But it breaks down. Like, it, yeah, it collapses. Bro, like... It's going to be in my bag. Like, it breaks down and it collapses. So it's like a small, compact thing. How much and, like, does it break right down there. about, like... Folds in half. half. The whole like the so the scooter looks like still, this, right? This the scooter, right? It folds in half, but it's still a half a scooter, so it's still a whole about as big as a briefcase or more, right? You're gonna be carrying this luggage around every day when you can. It's not. It's not luggage. It's a thin scooter, like whatever. In any case, <laughs> this is gonna cut my commute now. Maybe you should invest in a freaking scooter. We wouldn't have to have rants about Uber Pool anyway. It's going to cut my commute down by 20 minutes. I no longer have to wait for the bus. I no longer have to waste my time waiting for all of the stops that happen on the bus. I literally can get off the subway, pop the scooter up, hop on it, and I'm home in 15 minutes. Done deal. Now I can go and get on with my life instead of waiting another hour before I even get in the house. So for me, this is a godsend because it saves me that time. What? You get to exercise a little bit too. Yeah, and it's I don't have to be around people. Like I can just put my headphones in and I can literally do my thing. So I'm like I'm straight because I am about like this is my patience level right now for the bus. Like I am all set with the bus. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of people. Some dude sat next to me today, kept hitting me with his elbow, smelled like onions and pennies. I was like, Yo, if you touch one more time, I'm gonna get in around this, and I'm not an bus. I'm glad I'm glad you said that because real quick, you gotta explain this to me, right? So how what is what does penny smell like? How do you know what penny smell like? Pennies smell like friggin' bronze. Like I, they smell like does, metal. How do you know? You take it, you have you've taken a penny and like sniff the penny. You ever had a handful of change in your pocket or you had a handful of change in your wallet? You take the, the change out of the wallet, it has a smell to change. it. Change, right. But all pennies. 
I mean, does it matter? It's yes, it matters. Like the difference. Coins are there is a difference in coins, and then pennies are made from a yes. different uh, thing okay. than the rest of uh, coins. So yeah, it makes a big difference. It does. It does. So go ahead, grab a penny and smell it. That's it's. I'm only, ask, I'm only asking is. because I was talking to somebody today at work, and I described a smell, saying that it smelled like like earwax, like. To me, like that's what closely smells to me, like earwax. He's like, "How do you know what earwax smells like?" I'm like, it's "Like, did you stick your finger in your ear and smell?" I'm like, "No, like, and I can't recall like ever actually like smelling earwax, but like, I can tell you it smells like this, like." And there's a it's lot the of same reason why it's like, like you can, blood tastes like pennies. Like, it's the same right, thing. Like, yeah. you don't know what pennies taste like. They say blood tastes like right, right. Like, like in my mind, I think gin. Cause I don't drink clear liquor. I think gin tastes like sand, but I've never like eaten sand. But I feel like gin is the equivalent to what it would taste like if sand was poured in water. Yeah, I was with you when you said that crazy stuff. I don't even know what you're talking about. In any case, I feel like if you poured sand in water and drank it, it would taste like gin. If there was a camera in here, I would look deadpan at the camera right now. That would be a camera on Maleka. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> Moving on, because we've already taken up way too much time on the randomness. Um, what? As we usually do. Yes. I'm still trying to find your quote where you said you would be good for the 9 o'clock show. I'm go. Because it doesn't exist. It does exist, and I can't wait to show it to you. I'm so excited. So, anyway, we're going to hop into the show. We have our quick takes. I know you mentioned your quick take first. So, um, our quick takes for the evening. I'm going to be talking about this Popeyes versus uh, Chick Fil A chicken sandwich. Right. Uh, I want to you gotta introduce my your quick take. My let, let me do my thing. Then go ahead and talk, man. Dad, get on my nerves. All night, man. You just been. Come on, man. We are on time here. It's nine thirty-five. I got stuff to do after the show. Get to your rant. No, I'm having so, deja vu too. Real quick, so my I mean my quick take is in regards to the Marvel Sony deal. Kind of nerdy. But I know it's some real geeks out there listening to the show, and it is what it is. And you got to be like, you know, comic book based movies nowadays. But if, wait, wait, wait. What, what happened? We did this in a past life. I got like mad deja vu. I'm talking the whole conversation you're having, the people who's in the room, and the conversation on the side. I swear to goodness, we've done this before. This is creepy. Go ahead. I'm freaked out. Whatever. So you know how deja vu works, right? What? You know how deja vu works, right? It's just a, it's a, it's a mess of feeling that allows you to look at a, a moment in time as if it's a memory and uh, and currently happening. That's why you experience deja vu. It's a trick on your brain. Whatever. Continue with your Sony deal. I'm just saying. Deja vu. You're technically having a brain fart. That's that's what's happening. Okay. No. So anyway, so um, Sony, the company that owns the rights to uh, Spider-Man character, Spider-Man, most of his rubes gallery, as most people know, um, is of course not behind the entire giant that is the Avengers. They are run by Marvel Studios. Uh, Kevin Feige, I believe, was the president or one of the high executives of Marvel, something like that. But uh, news broke yesterday that uh, Sony. Has you know closed their deal with Marvel and no longer have the sharing arrangement and that whole sort of thing. Um, 
clarify a little bit of that, what had happened was there was a sharing arrangement for a uh, certain Marvel could use the Spider-Man character for a certain number of movies. Uh, that number of movies was up with uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. And there was supposed to be renegotiations for you know, third movie in the Spider-Man trilogy as well as using Spider-Man character and other characters in his universe for further Marvel Studios projects and all that good stuff. And, you know, all of us as fans thought that was seamless, that was going to happen, of course, because, you know, Sony made a million dollars off of Spider-Man movies as of now, highest gross Spider-Man movies in history. Chalk to Maguire, we're going to talk about that. But, you know, so, of course, it was, you know, obvious deal with apparently negotiations broke down yesterday or news broke that negotiations broke down yesterday and um, Marvel couldn't really longer use the character for any further projects. And then Sony released a statement today basically clarifying that and saying that it wasn't that they necessarily broke the arrangement or whatever the case may be, but that kind of fight, Disney decided, Disney, the company that owns Marvel and Marvel Studios and behind the movies and that whole sort of thing, decided that they no longer wanted Kevin Feige to be uh, lead producer over the uh, Spider-Man brand. And therefore, Sony was just going to be able to proceed forward with the Spider-Man character as they saw fit because they own rights to the character. Which, from a business standpoint, makes sense. As a fan, it's like, you know, we really want to keep our Spider-Man. We don't know what the future Spider-Man is going to be. I've been hearing talk about boycotting Spider-Man character because they're supposed to be trying to cross over with Venom and it's a whole big thing. And hopefully, as a fan, I hope that this is something that gets fixed over the next couple of days and the rich people just talk to the rich people and figure out how we can get all of our movies all up on it. Because this is somewhat uh, based off of a conversation that we had uh, not so long ago on the show about net neutrality. How, you know, do we really want one entity to own all the properties of one set thing? Like when we were talking about, uh, what was it like? If, you know, Netflix had, you know, there's the lead streaming series, if they had the rights to all these different TV shows, and when it would even see these shows, it's through Netflix, and Netflix can ultimately charge us whatever they want to charge us, and they don't have any real competition. I mean, that's not true. I'm just speaking hypothetically because nowadays everybody has streaming series. But yeah, so. That's my thought. That's that's just the whole break of the situation and what the news was. I want to talk about it. I don't know how y'all feel about it. Jay, you heard anything about it? You Spider-Man fan? I kind of feel like you DC, low-key, but what's up? Good. I'm glad I, I'm glad I spoke blasphemy. I'm glad that the blasphemy. Don't come for me unless I send for you. <laughs> Okay, I am not a DC person. I'm a Marvel girl. Thank you very much. Okay, I am offended. I'm about to cut your whole microphone off, kick you off the whole get vocal, and do the show by myself. Like, what? Come out your mouth. Um, um, in my heart, my deepest apology. I am sorry. Yeah, 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 man. Anyway, I feel like we finally got a decent Spider Man who's like, because like usually how it goes is like you get a good Peter Parker, but a crappy Spider Man. Or a good so here's what happened. Like Toby Maguire was a good Peter Parker, but a really crappy Spider Man. Or was it the other way around? Whatever. And then who's the other guy? Let me just say that. I like the first one and the rest. But it was like we had Toby Maguire who was like the good who was the the good um Peter Parker but a bad Spider Man. Then we had Andrew Garfield who was the bad Peter Parker, but a good Spider-Man. And now we got Tom Holland, who's finally a good combination of both. 
And I feel like he's a Spider-Man that we've always deserved. <laughs> and it really hurts my feelings that they would like, you know, that this is the situation, you know, but I also know that it kind of opens the door for them to be more creative and do some more creative things with his storyline, maybe, or do some different stuff. I don't know, but like I mean, I know it's Spider-Verse. Creative like what? I don't know, but it's like, you know, tired of seeing the same types of stuff. Last, like, bring out some new characters. Remember the last time Sony got creative with Spider-Man? No. We all, uh, the Amazing Spider-Man 2. Now, granted, I enjoyed the movie. I liked it because Jamie Foxx was Electro, and I thought that was dope. And that's what I really grabbed from the movie. And I wasn't a, I didn't hate Andrew Garfield. And I thought the whole Gwen Stacy thing was dope and how she, you know, spoiler alert, she died the way she died in the comics in that movie. But they put the whole Sinister Six thing in there. They threw everything. They gave us a, a Goblin Jr. They it was that move that move was too much. That was the reason why they was like, oh, we gotta we gotta do it over, because this was too much. Like, it was too much. Way too much. Way too much. They got way too creative. They got way too creative with that one. Like, mm-mm. <laughs> Basura caliente, hot trash, <laughs> hot garbage, hey, hot booty. Granted, <laughs> the end of the Spider Verse joint, the the animated movie that just recently came out with the with Miles Morales, the, awesome. the Black Spider Man, that, really that was really good. That was really good. I feel like if they stay there, like just do just do the animated movies. That's cool. Just keep rocking out with Miles. Do some more, you know, I don't know, universe building movies and that whole thing. Keep them animated. Because the live action Yo, stuff can't do. That movie sparked a whole entire obsession with that Sunflower song for me. Like, I listen to that song 47,000 times a day. Oh, ridiculous. My daughter loves this song. <laughs> so like, I can blast it with her and we'll sing it and do this whole stupid dance thing. Oh, my goodness. And it's only like two minutes long. So that's the annoying thing is like you got to listen to it more than once because you feel like you don't get enough song. But anyway, I digress. So like I said, I'm hoping Into the Spider-Verse was definitely really good. I love that one. Um, I just thought it was a dope concept. Like I liked how it was like Spider-Pig and like, you know, it was like all the crazy Spider-Mans from all the different universes. And it just was like a really cool down to earth type Spider-Man. But I really like Tom Holland's character as Spider-Man. So I'm hoping they fix this or do something with this. Or I'm just hoping that's not the end of him as you know, a character altogether. I hope that well, he can't like he like he's contracted. Like I think, like he has to yeah. do more movies. He ain't got no other choice. You know I mean, that's the that's the bad thing. I kind of feel like like I don't want to have to boycott this movie, but I feel like in order, like I might have to boycott this movie because, like, for that boycott. Let me tell you something. Um, I boy, I didn't go see Dark Phoenix. I boycott. I boycotted Dark Phoenix. I, I, in fact, I boycotted Dark Phoenix. I boycotted Apocalypse. And uh, the last couple X-Men movies, I was just like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, I feel like those aren't hard to boycott because the X-Men movies have been kind of garbage for the last couple of years, right. to be honest with you. So that's, so that's like saying, I'm I mean, boycotting vegetables. You boycott a movie, though. You just don't go. You can still see it technically because you just steal it, like you're streaming or some crazy stuff like that. This is very easy to not support a movie versus, like, I don't know, not supporting something like football. But anyway, moving on. Anyway, my turn. So, 
because <laughs> we know you can't boycott nothing. Um, anyway, so my quick take is going to be on just trying to like talk about this. The fact that the Amazon rainforest is on fire and it's been on fire for 16 days and it's literally burned like just a ridiculous amount of, of landscape in Brazil. And like, nobody's talking about it. Like when Notre Dame caught or, you know, caught on fire, everybody was like, all these millionaires were like, Oh my God, we got to rebuild it. Who's going to take our, where are we going to take our selfies? What's going to happen? Blah, 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 blah. That thing was rebuilt in like a hot second. Flint maybe still doesn't even have clean drinking water, but you uh, know, maybe. Notre Dame is bad. Uh, maybe no water. No, no, no. Well, I know Jaden Smith is doing some things and there's some stuff that's happening, but like, the Amazon rainforest, like there's, let me read some statistics. There's been 72,843 fires in Brazil this year with more than half of them on in the Amazon region. And for those that don't know, the Amazon rainforest is basically the lungs of this planet. So what happens is they produce 20% of the oxygen in Earth's atmosphere that we breathe. And if we wipe that out, then what happens is it becomes a Sahara desert, which then emits carbon, which helps global warming. So like if we continue to let the rainforest burn, we're literally killing the planet. And it's not because like just nobody's really talking about it, number one. But number two, the president or whatever the hell down in Brazil is an idiot. And like he's literally like refusing aid. And he seems to believe that climate change isn't a real thing. He's on that, you know, you know, he's on that same train of thought as you know who. Um, but in any case, like the smoke has reached more than 1700 miles away. There are some places that have literally been blanketed with smoke and ash and it's on in the middle of an afternoon it's dark because the rainforest is burning and it's like if the rainforest reaches the point of no return like we could literally start to reverse the cycle here like we literally could lose oxygen and start creating carbon instead that's a big freaking deal people like someone needs to fly a helicopter over brazil and just dump mad water or do something like i just i'm like why is this a thing like who cares if the president is an idiot? This is our air. Like, we need this to breathe. Like, you can't be an idiot president if we're all dead. Like, you know, what the crap? Like, it's like, this is the type of stuff that drives me crazy. I'm like, this whole freaking continent is out of control. Like, everybody's out of control. Like, it's, I don't even understand. It's, I made a crazy joke in my head today where it was like, you know, the doctor's like, oh, your life expectancy is like six years. I'm like, that's fine, because so is y'all. Like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> like, let's be real. Okay, uh, like y'all just maybe seven years. Like, so, uh, kids. <laughs> like it's not, it's not even. Right. I'm like, real in the air they sell taxes. That's 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 what's gonna be the thing. You know how much a gas mask costs, yo. <laughs> no, you don't need a gas mask. You could just get a bag of Lay's potato chips. That's like ninety percent. I'm talking air. about like if you know this Earth turns into like. Carbon monoxide, me and living in pods and got gas masks. Like, you know how much a gas mask costs? Some things are gonna be like affordable all of a sudden. Like, it's you know why I don't know what the gas mask costs? Because that's a ridiculous question to have to ponder. Like, like, come on, like this is ridiculous. And like, it really upsets me that this is like the state. Of, like, you ever just sit there and be like, why? But why though? Like, why is the rainforest still on fire? And there's, like, all these pictures of all these burnt animals and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, this is this is preposterous. Like, I don't even understand. Like, like I don't even know what to do. Like, I'm frustrated. I'm aggravated. I don't even know what to do. Like, I'm just posting outrageous statuses on Facebook. Like, yo, what the rainforest is, like, on fire. Like, somebody go do something. We're talking about, like, how many, I don't know. How many 90s movies do we know that had the, real, the weird girl 
handing out pamphlets talking about save the rainforest. We need her. Like, but this has been like a thing. Like this is not new. Like we're yeah. in the 2010s, getting close to the 2020s. And they may not be a 2030. Like we legit like, made like we're living in the time where like all of the stuff that we've been talking about for years is like happening. Like reading an article yeah. the other day about um reading an article the other day about a volcano that's like showing activity. <laughs> Everything's on fire like, and like we're all dying. Like, so activity. like to me, like when a volcano is, is being active, that means it's blowing up. You know, it's getting there. out of the volcano. We're like at the very least dripping out of the volcano and like flowing. You know what I'm saying? Like, so when somebody says like showing activity, that means like, is it like possibly about the bloat? Like, what, you know what I mean? Like, volcanoes don't just blow there's like all kinds of madness that happen inside of it before it happens like there's there's a buildup, and then it's like that final thing but when volcanoes start showing activity it means yeah we can go ahead and pack up and get out of dodge because uh it's about that time like it's like all right we live in in a time though where it's kind of like volcanoes is like a fantasy it's in movies like i've never been to a volcano you ever been to a volcano like but i mean like you can live and like not think about a volcano. Like, I don't like, you don't think about the rainforest. Like, oh, yeah, the rainforest cool. You know what I mean? Like, it's a couple, what is it, a couple thousand, a couple hundred, something like that? Like, volcanoes just in the world, like that exist. Like, and we just want to Where are you going? Something like that. I might be wrong. I might be way off. I'm going to bring that back next week because I feel like I'm not. I feel like they're like, they, all, they may not be like the big, Volcanoes on like a big mountain and all this other stuff, but I feel like there's a couple hundred. I feel like I, feel like I need you to read some domestic books on volcanoes or something because you sound a real just, elementary school science here right now. <laughs> either way, right? Either way, if there was just three, let's 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 take it all the way low. If there was just three volcanoes on the entire planet, do you think about oh one of them might erupt one day? Oh, maybe in my kitchen. I know I'm with my vacation home near a volcano. Yeah. Like I don't like I know that ain't gonna happen. <laughs> like I'm not gonna be like beautiful real estate. I mean, no, yo, no, like, like you might you not might not put your uh, vacation home near a volcano, but you might put your vacation home near I don't know Miami, somewhere near a beach, and you know something like a tsunami just might happen. You know those happen. That that we had a tsunami. Not in my like, not in my though, but say, listen, if a butterfly gets stepped on in Tokyo, then an earthquake happens in Los Angeles. Lord, deliver me. Anyway, <laughs> so that was one of my takes. Um, I'm moving on. Just I see all your comments over there. P- please don't even don't even encourage him. No, just the smart dude, though. <laughs> My second quick take is a funny quick take because I need something funny to break up the fact that we're all going to die from oxygen. Oh, no, from lack of, lack of oxygen. <laughs> um, I'm already suffering that from lack of oxygen. Lack of oxygen. There's a shortage of all kinds of things in the world today, man. Listen. But anyway. <laughs> my, my quick take is uh, the Popeye's chicken sandwich that is taking the world by storm. That drone hitting. <laughs> like, I'm not even gonna hold you. I was like, wait, because I was like, I'm seeing 
and I'm watching Popeye's beefing with Chick-fil-A. For those folks that don't know, Chick-fil-A has been kind of like the the ultimate in terms of chicken. Like, you know, everyone's like, you can't talk about Chick-fil-A like that. Like, Chick-fil-A messes up your order. That would never happen. Like, Chick-fil-A is kind of like, like the Louis Vuitton of, Yo, like, fast food you know how much Chick-fil-A employees make, bro? Yeah. Chick-fil-A like, is they don't, like, they don't make, like, no McDonald's money. Like, if you work no. at Chick-fil-A, that's, like, a real job. So that's like if I would that's why they so nice they so nice to you. And yeah. it's like if you in an atmosphere where people are nice to you, it creates that positive atmosphere where you like being there and then you eat. Like of course it's like chick cause chick I ain't gonna go there and handle chicken. Anyway. Chick-fil-A ain't the, the mecca of chicken, but we gonna It's not, but it's like in terms of fast food restaurants, Chick-fil-A is doing something right because it's always there's never bad news about Chick-fil-A. So in any case Popeyes came out and they were like, we're gonna change the game. We're gonna change the game. Side note, whatever executive person, employee came up with the Popeyes chicken sandwich is like living like a fat cat right now. I hope they got a raise. They probably own the company. Cause there's been lines around the corner. They have been notes on doors that say we are out of the chicken sandwich, spicy and regular. Like people went nuts. Like they revealed this chicken sandwich that is it's literally just like Chick-fil-A's chicken sandwich is just chicken and it's bread. Ain't nothing else on it unless you get the deluxe madness or whatever, and then there's stuff on it. But in any case, Chick-fil-A's basic chicken sandwich is just chicken and bread. But it's good. That's the weird part. Like you wouldn't expect it to be delicious. It's actually pretty good for just chicken and some bread. Like you're like, quite oh, tasty. this is this is kind of good. It's quite tasty. It's pretty good. So Popeyes came out. They were like, we can do better than that. So Popeyes came out with a sandwich. They got this nice brioche bun or something. The chicken is like thick like i don't know where they got these chickens from these chickens is from the club or something they is thick chickens like they like fat chickens and they got something and they got like you know pickles on it and it's got a sauce or whatever and it's like so i i'm into peer pressure i do these things i'm on the bus yesterday i'm like i'm a little hungry could go for a chicken sandwich. I mean, Popeye's is right there. I could just get off the bus early and catch the next one and continue my commute home. That's what I did. So I got off the bus and I went to the to the Popeye's, got in line, waited in line for five to six minutes, just in line, then waited another probably 10 minutes or so for the sandwich to get done. I was like, yo, this is about to be good because it's fresh. Like they making it right now. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I waited. She gave me my sandwich. I was like, all right, let me get it. Let me get it. And I took the sandwich and I took my first bite and I was like, delicious like yo that sandwich is bomb.com all the hype on the internet is for a reason it's delicious go get that sandwich go get it like Popeyes is not paying me for this endorsement that sandwich is worth it yo it's so good the chicken was hot fresh the bun was soft you ain't supposed to even eat on the bus. I was smoothly on that bus with a whole chicken sandwich. Like, you ain't stopping me. Like, I'm I'm like, like, I was tearing that sandwich up. So the chicken sandwich, and it's like half the price of Chick-fil-A. I got just a sandwich because I called myself being good. I'm like, I'm not going to get the fries and the drink to go with it. I'm going to just get the sandwich. I'm not wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. You what? walked into Popeye's and didn't walk out with no fries? No fries, no drink, because I'm not supposed to be eating that stuff anyway. And it was bad enough I was getting the chicken sandwich. So I told myself, treat yourself to the you sandwich. Want, you don't do it, fries. though. Do it. Like, you don't just like. 
Nah, it don't work like that with me right now anymore. So anyway, I got the sandwich. The sandwich alone taxes everything in $4.34. Hand of the lady at five. Keep the change, you filthy animal. Not really. I was like, keep the change. You, you Yo. So sandwich was good. Worth the wait. Like, it was really good. So anyway, I just wanted to do my quick take. All the hype and all the buzz online is worth it. For the four dollars and thirty four cents, go to Popeyes, get the sandwich. Like it's, it's I'll amazing. Get two of them like, right now. Really Uber Eats. Swear to God, like don't do Uber Eats. Like if you're gonna go, like go and get it fresh. Don't let Uber Eats get the hands on it and make it all soggy and nasty. Because I got no other choice. It's ten o'clock at yeah. night. Now you're making me want it. I'm a good advertiser. Right. What can so I, say? I don't want to wait till tomorrow because <laughs> I'm probably not even gonna be thinking about it tomorrow. So I'm. I mean, it's probably sold out at this point. Like, there was mad signs online that was like, we are sold out of the chicken sandwich. Like, it's good. Just, I hope you're wrong. I hope it doesn't drop because that quality is really good. Respectfully, they got a crop for Uber Eats, I'm sure. I hope so. I hope so. But, yeah, so anyway, that's my quick take. It's worth it. Meanwhile, I'm just, I'm hilariously, happily watching Twitter and watching Popeyes and Chick-fil-A and Wendy's and everything. Time to be alive that our fast food restaurants can fight with each other on the internet and we get the joy of watching it because it is hilarious. Whoever is running the PR for these places are great. Like Wendy's, they're all clapping at each other. It's hilarious. It's the funniest thing. Like if if nothing else, it's entertaining. Like it takes your mind off the fact that the fact that we're all going to die from lack of oxygen, which is going to be my theme for this entire evening. We're all going to die. Lack of oxygen, eating, eating these burgers that are going to kill us. Burgers, chicken sandwiches. Burgers, chicken sandwiches, fries, all of that crap is going to kill us. That's what I'm saying. So anyway, those are my quick takes. We are so over time. Like, it took 30 minutes for rants, intro, and quick takes. That's crazy. Craziness. Every night. Every night. Not every night, but tonight seemed like a lot. Uh, I wonder, do I got the picture? I got the picture of the chicken sandwich. Y'all want to see it? I don't know if you can see it. <laughs> I had to take a picture because, you know, that's what we do. Um, Did you post the picture? Of course not. No, because it doesn't like... Wow. So first oh, of all, where's the even camera at? Uh, there we go. So you can't really see it that well. The bun is like, it's dope. Like, I don't know if they got the In-N-Out burger buns, but them buns is good. And let me see if I can get. I don't know. You can't really see Because like. Hell, man, you can't tell. Anyway, whatever. It was delicious. Go get it. It was delightful. Oh, she had production value. She just, that's horrible. I don't even know why she did that. Anyway. anyway. You so embarrassing. You so embarrassing. You just embarrassed. You embarrassed. Anyway, moving on. So in other recent news today, so we're going to get into the Jay-Z NFL discussion at the end of the show because that's probably going to take us straight through the end of the show. Um the first thing I want to mention is the fact that, you know, Daniel Pantaleo was just let go on Monday. For those folks that don't know, Daniel Pantaleo was the officer that was not charged in the choking death of Eric Gardner back in 2014. Um, and because I have to at this point, because we need to specify which black man was killed, because now we're, you know, we're getting killed holding toy guns, we're getting killed selling cigarettes, we're getting killed sitting in our car reaching for our ID, we're getting killed standing in our backyards, walking through neighborhoods, celebrating New Year's. Eric Gardner was the gentleman who was outside of the bodega in New York City who was approached because it was they were suspicious that he was selling loose cigarettes. The officer wrestled him to the ground, 
put him in a chokehold, put his knee in his back, and then proceeded to strangle him to death, even though Eric Garner was, you know, exclaiming and, and crying out that he couldn't breathe. Garner death actually broke the I can't breathe um, like slogan and all that. Like three or four of them cops that was on top of him or something like that. I feel like it wasn't one. Yeah, but there's only he was the Daniel was the one who had him in the uh, had him in the chokehold. I don't think the other two officers were doing much but just standing there letting him do it. Um, so in any case, they uh, the charges were dropped against him. The jury decided not to indict him, um, even though his death was ruled as a homicide, which to me is laughable because I'm like, okay, the death is ruled as a homicide. Who did it? Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's ruled as a homicide, but you're not charging the officer who did it you know what i mean so that to me was just like to me that that i'm like that's laughable and now so at this point the nypd has decided that they are going to they fired him um from his job on monday today's wednesday so yeah two days ago he got fired from his job um which why is would, for me i'm like fired? that should have happened oh, i don't a long know time. because he performed an illegal chokehold that killed someone oh did he go to jail for killing the person yeah no no no. Well, the other thing is, too, on, in 2015, he reached an out-of-court settlement with the family of Eric Garner for $5.9 million, um, and they dropped the charges against him, which is probably why he didn't get, you know, brought in for that. Um, but the fact that he's just now getting fired for it is like, really? That should have happened when it was ruled a homicide. Like, you killed a man. That means you killed him. Homicide means oh, you killed someone. That was, like, that's and exactly what happened. He settled out of court with the family. That's why he didn't go to jail. But he still should have been like, you know, there still should have been some kind of charge or something like the fact that he went back oh, to work they do. after they that. Family a million dollars. Their protocol is to investigate. And that investigation might take three to six months. Same thing they take, same they take with your credit card. Five. When you know they, they take your money and you like dispute a transaction and they tell you you got, you know, it could be. Three days, it'd be six days, it'd be three to six months. You never know. Same thing. They did their investigation in the right. This investigation could take up to five years. So, yeah, he's working on the streets and he could choke somebody else out. And the crazy part is like now the work or the police union is mad about him getting fired. Why are you mad though? Like, <laughs> his death was ruled a homicide. This man killed somebody, and they're talking about, well, they're just letting police officers go for, you know, reckless reasons. Reckless that's reasons. The one that's, that's the one really? That's the one that's cutting dry to me. Huh? Like, we know for a fact a chokehold is an illegal maneuver to be performed by a police officer. Period. Like, they know that. Like, you learn that yes. when you learn to become a cop. You can't choke nobody, don't chokehold. Can't choke nobody. Don't choke nobody. Like they tell you that. Don't choke nobody. So you choke somebody, you're supposed to get in trouble because you choke somebody. And then if you choke somebody and they died, sounds of justice, so you shouldn't be able to uh to be a cop, to stay a cop, you know, killing somebody or breaking law. You shouldn't be able to stay a cop. I agree. I agree with everything everyone's saying in the chat as well. You know, Steve and Justin, I definitely agree with But it's because we have like these, like, it all boils. This is my conspiracy theory about it. It all boils down back to the Constitution, the rights that we allot the individual, the rights that you allot somebody for owning something, for location, for any of that. All of, like the rights, it completely 
messes with everything because then you have these laws that contradict this. So this has to make sense for this, and this has to make sense for that. It's all the red tape. And when we look at stuff, we look at it from a morality standpoint. That's wrong. It doesn't make any sense. That was bad. He's a bad person for that. And like for a long, well, not even for a long time, because it's still to this day, but like since the conception of a lot of these laws, the, the line between morality and legality, it's a, it's a very, very long, 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 long separation. Like a serious separation between things that are morally right and wrong and things that are legally right and wrong. And you can't go to jail for things that are morally wrong. Period. And the law is legal. It's cut and dry, step by step. This is this, this is that. Did he do this? Did he do this? Did he do this? They didn't break the law. We can't put him in jail. I mean, yeah, I mean, I guess so. But the, I feel like you should, if it's wrong, it's wrong. Like, you know what I mean? Like morally wrong or, or whatever. Then who, wrong. who says, who then, okay. So then you say wrong is wrong, right? Is wrong. There are certain things that are morally wrong that no, we can all agree that are morally wrong. That. Rape is not saying wrong. that we all morally, <laughs> listen, we cannot, you cannot say that there are things that we should just all agree that are right and wrong. You can't say that. There are things that people as normal law-abiding human beings and citizens of this world would say are morally wrong. People thinking that rape is okay is not normal. People thinking that killing people is okay okay. is not normal. That stuff is not normal. Two things, right? Raping raping is okay is not normal. Absolutely. But how do people's definition of rape vastly different? That's exactly. My, so, but, that's the point. But there needs to be sort of there needs to be less of a gray area in some like, of these things. The law you know what I mean, like there shouldn't be a gray area. Because the only reason why there's questions about you know issues with rape is like because people are wondering, well, did she say yes? Did she consent? Did he? It could be he too. Did he consent? Da, 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 da. There's always that question, and that's the reason why there's the gray area. But if at any point in time either of the two parties who are engaging in sexual intercourse, if either of those two parties is no longer with it, then it's rape, and they express that they're not with it, then it's rape. Absolutely. Period. There's that situation gray area. Two people having sex, and the girl says stop. And the dude don't, and she call the cops. Cops come arrest that man. If two people having sex, and the dude say stop, and the girl keep going, and the dude say rape, and call the cops. They don't arrest that chick. I'll be surprised if they show up. How you know that? It's true. That's not true. It's true. It's not true in all it's cases. True. It's true in most. I don't know, man. I don't know, but that's the conversation that we could get into for an entire episode. Boys. I don't want to get into that. But in any case, the Eric Garner case, the Eric Garner case, the police officer who was, you know, not charged with the homicidal killing of Eric Garner by chokehold was fired from the NYPD today. The police union is now pissed off about it, talking about they want to do a work slowdown um, and so on and so slowdown? forth. And for a cop. <laughs> they're going to be very much more hesitant no. to... And approach people and people, and we're like, okay, cool. they over approaching and engaging. Anyway. Y'all clearly what? have a problem with women. Why you going to so <laughs> on the side? We ain't gonna help you no more. <laughs> the crime rate 
people, people are thinking like, oh, the crime rate's going to oh, go up. Oh, to y'all, that's since y'all think we out here killing people, we're not going to work and let y'all kill yourselves. <clears throat> what? Like, yo, I, like, can we move on? Because I can't. I can't. That's why, that's why I wanted to bring it up because I'm like, number one, okay, Daniel got fired. That's right. number two. Why are y'all mad? Like, what is what is that even mean? That's, that's typical union. Like, you can be on some BS sometimes. Like, real talk, I'd be like, yo, these unions be vouching for whatever these employees do, man. Like, let oh you, my let god, you call the union, let's do a you call the union with the oh, my job ain't doing this. They're like, oh, did they do this? Did they do this? Did they do that? Oh, they're not breaking any regulations. But they be like, it, they just make it so difficult for employers sometimes. Like, it's so crazy. But I just thought that it was laughable that the police union is like, let's do a work slowdown. Because they're, and the, the quote I believe was, you know, we're going to do a work slowdown because they are recklessly firing our employees or firing police officers for doing their job. For killing people? I didn't think that was your job. <laughs> like, I don't think that was in the handbook. Wait. Technically, <laughs> it is in the handbook. Not to outright kill people and not to use deadly force. The intention is to kill. Yeah. Yeah. We talked about this. Remember, if you're a running target, they're supposed to hit you in the head or something like that. Or so, something like that. I mean, my mom told me that as a Boston police officer, she said, if you, if a police officer, because she was one, so I get some of this stuff, but she was like, if you pull your gun as a police officer, you don't shoot in the leg, you're, you're shooting to kill, you know, like you're not going to maim the person because they could come back and continue to attack you. You're going to take that shot and you're going to end it. You know, like, that's what she told me. I'm like, wow, like that's deep. Right. <laughs> that's, that's this crazy. Gun you know what I mean? Because to end it. So when I come around, you got two options. <laughs> Method three, y'all can calm down. I can lock y'all up like an animal, or I can just end this right here. <laughs> but it don't <laughs> even when you calm, you can feel like it doesn't matter if you're calm or you're like, you know, obeying. Most of the time, like what look at look at Philandro Castillo. He was or reaching for his license to show the officer that he was licensed to carry. The officer shot him. I was complying. Like you damned if you do, and you right. damned if you don't. Like you can't I, I think it's bad when they, do, when they do stuff like what it, and, and this, anyway. you know, I'm a I'm a service what I say after I say it. I think it's bad when they do things like cops are like like in Philandro Castillo's situation. Like they shot him in front of his kid. You know what I'm saying? Like that's gonna mess that kid up for life. Like that yeah. bothers me when they gun these black men down in front of their children, in front of mm-hmm. their families. And all that kind of crazy stuff. Like that's that's the thing that bothers me. Not even just cops. Like, how do you do that? Like, you're not like when you when you that's just messed like then whatever vendetta you got, like that's between you and him. And even though you're gonna destroy that family in the long run because it's gone, to do it in front of them like that and create those images and those long lasting memories, like you like if you're not doing that on purpose, then you have to think about the the the, the consequences of something like that. You know what I'm saying? But then the, the preface that you know, police have a dangerous job. They walk into all kinds yeah. of dangerous situations all day, every day. People pull shotguns out of their baby carriers. So they can't have a heart and be like, oh, it's family right there. Because his family could be trying to kill me too. 
and they've been in situations where, yeah, his family was trying to kill me too. So I had to get out so I could get back to my family. You know what I'm saying? So it's, like you said, damage. Yeah. Charlotte checks on uh, Charlotte's checking in. She says, what's upsetting is a black man can get shot sitting in his car, but the white mass shooters are peacefully arrested. I gave one better. Charlotte, I gave one better. Yeah. Not only are they peacefully 100%. Uh, arrested, 100%. But sometimes they stop and get them food because, you know, they ain't eat all day while they were killing people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, killing yeah. people takes a lot of, so, you know, it's 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 a lot yeah. of work. You get hungry. Like, what? <coughs> and then the first thing they say when it's a when it's a black person shooting, they're a thug, they're a the third. As soon as it's, it's a like white person shooting, oh, they're mentally, they're mentally challenged. They mentally they one swim, swim time. Like, no. I do want to kill people. Yeah. You know, ex ex athlete, you know, loses his cool and takes the life of three people, you know, and it's like the the black person headline I mean, is way worse. I mean, Tyree so played, Tyree played football son. too. Like, yo, what? You know what I'm saying? He <laughs> played at Greg. He didn't go to Archbishop Doherty Carroll. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he didn't go to that school. He didn't play for the Lions. You know what I'm saying? He, he played for the Bears, <laughs> the Bulldogs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and now he ain't going to go to a D1 school. So he ain't got a future as far as they're okay. concerned. So that stuff don't matter. It's easy to demonize this. All right. So right, we're talking about demonizing another black man that's trying to do the, the right with thing. Some, with some fight. Here you go. You just want to watch the NFL. Anyway, so let's get into it. So basically, the last topic we have for the night is this Jay-Z NFL deal. And we saved this for the night because we established early on in the day that me and Tommy don't agree on this. Um, so we knew it was going to be an argument. <laughs> so we're like, we'll save it for the end of the show. Um, but for those folks that don't know, earlier this week, Jay-Z signed uh, a be deal clear with the NFL. About the deal he signed. Uh, be clear about what. Yeah, huh? I am. I am. And now, so now Rock Nation is going to be the league's live music entertainment strategist, and they'll also be consulting on social justice projects. So that's essentially what they signed a deal for. But I'm upset about it. And I'm upset about it for several reasons. Um, I pray to God that, you know, he proves us all wrong and it goes well. But uh, yeah, just we'll let you we'll let you hop in in a second. I think me and Tommy gonna go at it first, and then we'll let you uh, chime in with your opinion. Um, so my, <laughs> how do I even start this? How do I even start this? Let me let me you know what? Let me read the quotes first. Let me give you the quotes from Jay Z so we get the facts uh, before we get into it. So Jay Z says, and I quote. You pressure corporate power until it becomes woke, and then they bring you in as a partner to enact social change. Um, he also says, for me, it's like action, an actionable item. What are we going to do with it? Everybody heard, we hear what you're saying, and everybody knows I agree with what you're saying and Kaepernick's underlying message. So what are we going to do? You know what I'm saying? Help millions and millions of people, or are we going to get stuck talking about Colin not having a job? Um, so he signs or brokers this deal with the NFL to have exclusive access to the entertainment sort of live music aspect of football, which is basically means he gets to select the halftime show for the Super Bowl 
Um, and then you're supposed to be consulting on social justice projects for the NFL and strengthening connections um, within the community through football and music is what they said. And I quote, um, and for me, I ain't with it. Like, I'm sorry. And like, here's the thing. I preface this by saying I am all for us having a seat at the table. I argue about us having a seat at the table all the time. When decisions are made. I am, however, against us getting a seat at the table by cutting the knees out of somebody else who was already working towards that. And I feel like what Jay-Z did wasn't necessarily like, I get it. I get what he's doing in terms of a boss move. Like I get it. I'm a boss. I understand. I understand hundred percent what the motive was behind this, you know, boss move, if you will. Jay-Z wants to own part of a team. Jay-Z wants to bring his artists in to make money on the NFL. The NFL wants the racism situation to go away. They also want to make money. They also want to get their black viewers back. The ones that boycotted Tommy. Um, you know, so for them, this deal makes sense because they basically create this idea or this image that Jay-Z is going to fix this problem. And my issue with it is if the NFL was truly interested in changing or the NFL was truly interested in being quote unquote woke, as Jay-Z mentions, they would have sat down with Kaepernick himself and said, okay, we hear you. We understand what you're talking about. How do we make this better? For Jay-Z to sidebar and come in off the sidelines, pun intended, and broker this deal, it really just looks to me like a greed thing. Like maybe he's going to do something great with it. I pray to God he proves me wrong. I pray to God I'm eating these words a couple months from now. But from where I'm sitting, it looks to me like Jay-Z literally cut the knees of Colin Kaepernick to quote unquote fix the issue. But I don't think he's going to fix the issue. You know what I mean? Like he's like, you know, we see what you're doing and we're going to, we're going to strengthen the community through football and music. That wasn't what Kaepernick's original protest was. Colin Kaepernick was protesting police brutality and the treatment of Brown and black people in this country. That's not what Jay-Z mentioned in that. So to me, it sounds like all he's going to do is go to a couple schools, throw a couple footballs around with whatever team it is that he's part ownership of call it a press, you know, a photo op and Hey, I'm strengthening the community through, you know, football and music. Meanwhile, he can now have access to throw whatever artist he wants up on the Super Bowl stage, putting more money in his pocket, making the NFL look like they're not being racist. And really it's just pulling the wool over everybody's eyes and making everyone think, Oh, we solved the problem, but it didn't solve anything. Like it hasn't solved anything. So my thing is, like I said, I pray he proves us all wrong. I pray this is a good thing, you know, but really from where I'm sitting, it looks sketchy as hell. It looks sketchy as hell. And I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not with it. Like I'm all for us having a seat at the table, but not at the expense of somebody who's already doing the work. If anything, give Colin the seat at the table and let him help do that. Since this was his movement in the first place, you want to be true to what his original protest was, put him at the table, let him sit there, let him talk about it. This is his movement. Like this was his thing, what he was doing. Jay-Z, like, that's like, like, all right, Rosa Parks boycotting the buses. Not everybody boycotted the buses when Rosa Parks was doing it. Some people were still riding the bus. Some of us were still on the bus going to work, going wherever we had to go. That's like Jay-Z, you know, during that time, Rosa Parks is boycotting the buses. Jay-Z buys advertising with the bus company. Like, bro, like, you're, not, you're not helping, but I'm getting a seat at the table. You're not. Like, you can't fix the problem by becoming a part of it. Like, that's my argument. But anyway, I'm going a, I'm to a step down. Tommy left. He'll probably come back. But I'm going to give... Uh, Give just an opportunity to fair talk. enough, fair enough. Can, can y'all hear me? Am I good? I'm not gonna press my No problem, no problem. All right, good, so good. welcome to the show. Thanks for calling in. 
Now, I don't, I don't have an opinion one way or the other on whether the deal is going to be a good thing or anything yet because we haven't seen anything. We've only heard of it. Uh, you know, you got to show me first before anything. On its face, yeah, the NFL is doing it just because it's going to make them look like they're not racist. Period. That's their whole interest in it. That's fine. Jay-Z doing it, it's definitely a, a straight business move because he's going to make money off it. But at the same time, Jay has been doing a lot of things for the community to try and help better it. So I don't see him going into this as it being just a money-making move, especially with the way he's been as of late. He's been a lot more activist-like lately than he's ever been. So to me, it kind of seems kind of like he's thinking, you know, if you're going to make change, you got to make change from the inside. Like that's just how it's going to happen. You're not going to be, uh, Kaepernick, what Kaepernick was protesting was fine. I don't think this deal necessarily has anything to do with just that. I think it's a larger spectrum than just that. It's there, there are tons of issues that come up in the league in regards to the black athletes and the owners and stuff that happens in society that black athletes might be protesting and stuff like that. Kaepernick taking a knee just shows what the response to it is going to be. So there has to be another medium, some kind of a better way where statements can be made that need to be made and conversations can be had about this stuff. And that's what Jay is supposed to also be creating along with you know, overseeing who performs at the halftime show and picking up half of the team. Um, I don't know. I just think people need to look further than just Kaepernick on this than anything else. But, I mean, Tommy's back now. So, I mean, what what you got to say, bro? Tommy's back. Well, let me hop in real quick while he's still on mute and just say a um, couple of the comments that I'm getting. Chris checks in on Facebook and says that, um, a midget standing on a giant's shoulders can see much further than the giant. Okay, I guess. <laughs> he also checks in and says Jay's been an opportunist all his career with uh, Charday checking in to say, you know, Jay better create more than just change um, or more than Kaepernick, basically, and the NFL better create programs for impoverished youth and sponsor community football teams. And Steven checks in and says, don't discount the NFL back-channeling Jay-Z to encourage the deal. If they had reached out to Calvin, to Colin Kaepernick, they could have alienated the white fans. That's a good point. All right, um, so... But T, we'll <clears throat> open up the mic now for you. To I agree with Jess. Go ahead. Jess said a lot of... I'm, I'm kind of glad that we're happy. We just happened because um, Jess made a lot of my points and probably said it better than I would have said it anyway. But, no. Ex- exact. First of all, first and foremost, I, I, I'll say this. Colin Kaepernick originally taking a knee, like you said, was protesting police brutality in the country. And it was taking a knee to the American flag because he lives in a country where police brutality exists. So why would I show my respect and my solidarity and my gratitude towards this country that's talking about us being united and we're not united? That was, you know, what, what I get from that. He was using the NFL as a platform. 
He wasn't protesting the NFL. He wasn't protesting how black people were treated in the NFL. He wasn't pro. He wasn't protesting his employment in the NFL for his, the culture of black quarterbacks and black players. He wasn't protesting any of that. He was protesting police brutality in the country and using the NFL as his platform. The way I see it, there's nothing that the NFL could do about police brutality in the country and the platform and the specific things that he was protesting. The problem that happened when this originally happened was the NFL's response to Colin Kaepernick. He started, it started to grow. Other players was like, you're right, let's use this platform. And more players started doing it. And then the owners started to go against their players and it ultimately turned into a collective thing the NFL had to do something about it. And the NFL took way too long to release a, 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 a response or action plan or what they were going to do at all because, I mean, from in my, from my perspective, they were completely blindsided by it. And it's like, so against my point, it's nothing that the NFL could have did about that. The only thing that they could have did from their perspective, from their standpoint, is change race relations within their organization to create a culture for it amongst all of the teams that they house up under the NFL platform. It's the only thing that they could have done, right? And they didn't. They didn't. What they did was, or not even what they did, with what specific owners in the NFL did was, even though they might have needed Kyle Kaepernick at the time, they didn't sign him to the team. So ultimately, he was blackballed by the NFL. But do I feel like the NFL as an organization to all of their owners, because Kyle Kaepernick is doing this, do not sign him? No, I don't think that. Do I feel like all the owners got together and was like, yo, Kyle Kaepernick is shaking up stuff. We shouldn't sign. We should make sure none of us sign him to the team. No, I don't think that happened. What I feel like happened was, as an owner of an NFL team, they looked at Colin Kaepernick and the situation and didn't bring that media attention to their team. If they needed a quarterback, they thought, okay, well, I'm going to choose this other guy rather than this one that's causing up all this stuff. That's in my opinion of how that played out. Now, to speak to the situation that's going on with Jay-Z, I don't see anything wrong with the deal that he made. And his reasoning behind making that deal, his explanation for it was it's the next steps. It's the action of what Colin Kaepernick did. Colin Kaepernick protested for African-Americans in the NFL, in the country, or however he looked at it. And Jay-Z was a part of the front line of the people who were protesting these things. So that's, you know, that's part of the reason why he gets so much stigma. And how, how I'm looking at him being in the front lines and now kind of changing his opinion is you have to look at something if you're doing something one way and you're trying to get something done one way and it's not working out for you, you have to try something different. He said it in the whole interview, he's like, right, we protested. Then the owner comes outside and says, all right, I hear you. What do we do? And this is the culmination of what the next steps are and what we do next. Now, I think he's getting so much slack about it because it's like, oh, yeah, he just wants to own a team, so he's going to get parts of a team. Oh, he just wants the entertainment the run the Super Bowl, you know, the halftime shows and all that other stuff. So that's what he's going to do. But ultimately, I feel like that was almost, yeah, I'm going to do that and I'm going to bring the exposure back for y'all. So now black people are going to start watching y'all stuff. But in turn, this is what y'all have to do for me. Now I have control over this. He has 
consultant influence or whatever over that whole sector that they're, they're getting ready to create. But his his influence is major, is hugely impactful in the next steps and what they're going to make over the next couple of years in regards to race relations in the NFL. I feel like it's a huge step in the right direction. And I, and I also feel like within the next couple of weeks, we're going to hear a statement from Colin Kaepernick about some sort of connection to what they to, to what they're trying to do together. I feel like is a is a is a is a piece, is a step in the right direction. And the fact that people are looking at it the way they are is ridiculous to me. Especially if you look at the character of Jay Z and what he's been doing, like Justin said, what he's been doing in the past couple of years, he's been very activist like. So why would he then take a step back and do something like this? That makes no sense. And then out of most of his business moves, out of most of his major business moves like this, he don't have a whole press conference with the people that he's doing it with and being like, yeah, this is why I did it. This is the explanation for it. No, he just do it. And you hear about it from some magazine or some news people that wrote about it, and he's never spoken about it publicly. So, like, I feel like he's purposely and strategically making this move in the, in the right direction, and I'm going to say for us, for black folk. And the fact that black folks shot black black bomb for it is all the more reason how I feel like when we have leaders and we have people who are, you know, they get out there and they try to make moves for us and they try to do things for the culture, they are ultimately turned out to look like they're crazy or they Uncle Tom or, you know, they put all these bad things upon them so that we don't follow them. Like, Jason had everything from the Illuminati to um him what he did got to your girl but like all kinds of all kinds you get what i'm you get my the point of what i'm saying like i'm just not i'm not i man listen i feel like it's a step in the right direction i'm I'm happy to see this next uh all right my turn (laughs) it's a very respectable fight we're having i am i'm really really proud of us because on facebook messenger today it was looking a little sketchy i feel like Um, it's kind of like refereeing it we stay there um but so i'm hearing you i'm hearing you 100 percent. i'm listening to you tommy i get it i like i said i see how this works you know what i mean like i see how this works my issue is the way it was done the nfl and jay-z neither of them consulted with colin kaepernick when they did that nobody told him it was happening nobody said hey okay we heard you but you know what? we're gonna do this thing with jay-z and we're gonna like my thing is Kaepernick was the start of this. He was the beginning of this. This is why, you know, we're in the situation in the first place. He should have at the very least been brought in on it, you know, because at the very least it would have made it look like he wasn't undercutting him because Jermaine Dupree, he didn't. I already checked on that, Chardé. He Nobody consulted with Colin before they did this this deal. He was not spoken to about it. He was totally out of the loop. Um, and I forgot what I was saying. Um, damn, that was a good sentence too. Uh, shoot. Oh, he was about to get it. Oh, Jermaine Dupree. That's right. So Jermaine Dupree, they offered the same exact deal to Jermaine Dupree. And Jay-Z told Jermaine Dupree, don't do it. It's canceled. Don't do it. Blah, 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 blah. Literally. And it's the same deal. Again, research this. It's the same exact deal confirmed I that they highly, to Jermaine Dupree. I highly doubt. Do your research. Do your I research, T. I did research. Marvel Universe you live in, but there is do no research. possible way that it's the same. It may be very similar. The broad parameters of it may be very similar, but the numbers and the specific details ain't the same. Why? Because Jay-Z is who he is, and Jermaine Dupree is who he is. Period. Exactly. But 
the same. It's the same deal. Whether or not the numbers are but the it same, had it's negligible. It would, no, it makes a big difference, and it wouldn't have the same impact at all, at all. Because it's something like exactly. if Jermaine Dupree had actually done this, no one would care. And I'm I'm gonna keep it real with you. Like I believe Jay told, I believe Jay told Jermaine Dupree like it's canceled because like Jay's like nah I can get a better deal and I want that money. Like I could totally see that happening. Mm-hmm. That's how Jay does business. That's what I'm saying. Like, the other thing, it is sketchy. And like the, that thing is, how, like the thing about how Jay does business though is though Jay always gonna make sure when it comes to business he's gonna get what he wants out of it. And one thing he definitely wants out of it is to create those spaces for up-and-coming black players. Like, he has a a sports agent company now. He's got his label. He's about doing things to help the the up-and-coming black youth. He's about black owners. He's all about black ownership. So I, hope so, I'm I don't, wrong. I don't I understand. Like I, I don't understand why are we so angry? It's about black ownership. It's. I'm telling you why people are angry. It's because of the way he did it. He did it in an undercutting and sketchy well, yeah, kind of way. Know, but, but people don't know how he did it. Oh, they're yo, telling you exactly how he did it. I, they're telling us exactly how he did it. So that must be true. Yeah. Like. So all the information you got must be true. How'd you get your information? What you mean? I don't. I believe everything that I read on the internet with a grain of salt. So then, how are we having this conversation? Because did you go to like that? Did you go sit? And I and and it's the crazy thing, right? I'm gonna tell you like this. If I told you, not yet, not yet. If I told you exactly what Beyonce did on last Friday night, right? And I tell you it comes from like a credible source. I read it on the internet on a credible source. You would not believe me. It didn't matter who I told you or where I said I came from. You wouldn't believe me. Why? Because the the how guarded those people, and I'm going to say the Carters, how guarded they are and the reputation that they have for being guarded and the moves that they have made over just the past couple years that people have no know nothing about because they don't brag about these things. They just do them. And somebody hears about it and they talk about it. When they went over there and did the whole well in Africa, they didn't take no cameras with them. You know what I'm saying? So like my whole thing is like I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna dare. I learned a long time ago. I'm not gonna sit up here and try to act like I know why somebody else did something, especially on the in the broad spectrum. When to me it looked like you know like even if okay, it's a little sketchy. Business is sketchy. Period. I done seen some people do all kind of sketchy and blackball kind of stuff. Hell. There's still an argument that the business practices that Jay-Z did when he gained Rockefeller from Dane Dash. Remember that? That was supposed to be sketchy, too. But you tell me how the last 20 years of music would have been with Dane Dash running Rockefeller versus Jay-Z. Let, let's be clear. Like, Jay, as a businessman, is ruthless. And horrible. Probably, probably He's always horrible. Been. He's always Thank you, Jess. Thank you, Jess. He's always been. So there even even without yes, he's very opportunistic. So even without like actually seeing what the two deals were, hearing like I've heard Jermaine Dupree say that, you know, that happened. I lean to believe that because it fits 
with how <laughs> I know and have seen yeah. Jay do business. Yeah. Like I'm I'm I totally believe that's how it went down. But I also know Jay gonna do whatever he's gonna do to accomplish whatever goal he has in mind. And I, I just I, I feel like you know that goal that's in that deal is something he was working towards and he feels as though it would better get achieved with him doing it than letting Jermaine Dupree do it. Plus, he'd rather see that money go in his pocket than in JD's. I agree. But like I said, I just pray that I'm wrong. I pray that a couple weeks from now, a couple months from now, I'm eating my words and I'm, I'm wrong about all this. And I pray that this is right. And I pray that somehow he brings Colin Kaepernick in and he consults with him on whatever it is that they're doing, and they create a meaningful partnership, but and why? they create meaningful... Let me ask you that, though. Why? Why, why, why does what? Colin Kaepernick have to be a part of it? Because even though Colin Kaepernick hasn't been in the NFL in two years, that man has done so much for the community on his own, just on his own money. Like, he's created nonprofits. He's helped communities. He has given kids entire, you know, schools, laptops, shoes, clothes. Like, he's literally continued his work over and above... What so he was doing in the NFL. Out of the hundreds of athletes that perform philanthropy, he's, he's supposed to get a gold star. Yes, but the athletes oh, that oh, perform oh, philanthropy typically are performing philanthropy with the money that they're getting from the NFL because they have lucrative checks coming in most of the time. Some, Colin Kaepernick doesn't have that check coming in. Some, he's not, still doing some, it. Some, not he's all. still doing Let's it. not forget that Bottom every line NFL is, player doesn't have a lucrative check. The bottom line is the bottom line and is. And you only get paid during the six months of the season. What? I said, so I said, contrary to popular belief, all NFL players don't have lucrative contracts, and they're only paid during the six months that they play football. And that's fine because these things don't yeah, happen overnight. So these you haven't got paid for six months and then didn't get paid for six months. These people <laughs> are creating projects, creating these initiatives, doing their own on their own time. It that's takes time. They're not overnight things. These projects take time to develop. So you don't get six and months, that's fine. And I'll tell you another thing while we still got time let on the show. Let me finish my sentence. Let me finish my sentence. I let you talk and have your whole piece. Hush. Let me finish what I'm saying. At the end of the day, I hope that Jay-Z would have the respect enough to bring Colin, the starter of why he's here in the first place, in with him to work on some of this stuff. I hope that he makes me wrong. I hope that I'm wrong. Am I going to be wrong? No. But I have my opinion. I feel how I feel. I don't think it's a good thing. Not that I don't think it's a good thing, but I think the way he did it was sketchy. I don't agree with it and how he did it. And I really hope, like I said, I hope that I'm wrong. Period. End of story. That's the end of my spiel. Now, you may have the mic to talk all the trash that you want. I'm just trying to understand, like, I'm just trying to understand, like, if we get to the same goal, right, whether Colin is a part of it or not, what does it matter? Like, to me, that, that sounds like Oh, it's only good if certain people get recognition for it. Like, no, not at all. But it sounds to me like Jay Z took a hole. If you can't beat him and you can't join him, let's at least that's what him. it looked like. That's what it looks like. All right, hold I honestly up. don't feel like that's the case. Be- and then hold up, just hold up, just and then and then while we're on the topic, and it's in my head to be com- 
completely honest with you, and I can say this on this platform because everybody on here know that I'm a Rams fan, and I probably secretly hated Colin Kaepernick before all this stuff happened mm-hmm. anyway because he played for San Fran. But Colin Kaepernick, no, hold up, unpopular opinion. Colin Kaepernick wasn't that good. And he maybe had two to three more years left in the league anyway. So before he start kneeling, like, he, like they're like, oh, get Colin a job. He probably wasn't going to have one this time, this year, around this time anyway, whether he kneeled or not. He was on a decline, and quarterback is not an easy position to fill in the NFL. Because half of them got a quarterback that has been on a team for a long period of time, Tom Brady. Just say something. What's up? Uh, They brought instead of signing Colin Kaepernick, and Colin Kaepernick was definitely better than But aside from that, Colin Kaepernick probably is not going to get brought in on this. And you got to think, like, he just got done settling a lawsuit with the NFL for them blackballing him. The last thing the NFL really is going to want to do is anything anything (laughs) where they're bringing him in after losing that lawsuit. Not because it's not going to look good, but because it's kind of like an embarrassment to them. It's an admission of guilt, and they still ain't admitted that they're guilty yet. They still don't know what they did. did. (laughs) That's how that works. When you but lose a settlement, but what are they, that works. No, not all the yes. time. Sometimes yeah. a settlement says, oh, you know what? No, sometimes a settlement is we're not going to admit, we're not going to admit that either one of us is wrong. We're going to admit that the mutually not do so situation. I'm money to not talk about it anymore. Right. No, that's no, no, no. <laughs> you just said right, bro. <laughs> Like, no, because she break no because she breaking up and I didn't catch the last part. I was still saying right from the yeah, first. You know, I'm serious. I was still saying right, right from what you were saying. No, sometimes it's just a mutual agreement. Like I, for, I'm only saying this because I've been in these situations where I ain't admitted I did anything wrong. You ain't admit you did anything wrong. We just admitting that we need to stay away from each other. This is a disagreement. We can't agree on anything, so we just not gonna talk about it no more. That's very. It's, that's that's the thing. You can legally do the settlement. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, what are you doing? Anyway, 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 we are way over time, <laughs> and I will give everybody the opportunity for closing thoughts on the Jay Z uh, NFL deal before I give everybody the opportunity to shut out their content. Wow, this ain't just so yeah, What's up? Just because he chimed in and had some really good questions from so killing what? each other. Today's show. Thank you, thank you, for, thank you for calling in. We appreciate you. And what's your social Just media? Is that what? Any closing Where you calling from? Philly, right? Thank you for calling in. I appreciate you. Don't talk to strangers. Always look at Instagram. Hmm. We see we missed it because Tommy was too busy running his mouth. It don't matter. Oh, one more time. That's just saying, like, I'm just saying. Facebook and Instagram. Got you. All right. Thank you. We appreciate you calling in tonight. <laughs> oh, Tommy, what do you have left to say? And make it fast. No, I think you disrespect, I, I come to the show. You got Dr. Vibe on. 
We doing clothes on. All you come to the show twenty minutes late. You don't tell me what's disrespectful when you come to the show twenty minutes. Excuse me, I was five minutes. Period. The show Where can they find you and follow you? Same as every week. Who is Tommy Flame? At who is Tommy Flame? Hashtag who is Tommy Flame on every social media platform. Google me, baby. I'm out. Anyway, and I am at just underscore jams on Instagram. I'm at Jamie Jam on Facebook. You guys can follow the radio station at WJMS Radio on Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> Snapchat, and Twitter. Shout out to all the folks that chimed in today on YouTube, Facebook, and through Get Vocal. I appreciate it. This is a, a hell of a conversation and a really jam-packed show, and I'm glad that we were able to get through all of it. Um, definitely appreciate everybody tuning in and listening. We'll be back again next week with a brand new episode. Until then, T, hit him with the phrase. We out here. Mr. Cameron, Mr. Cameron. for listening. Tune in 24-7 at WJMSRadio.com.